Hi there, welcome to the Raising Cinephiles podcast, a show about passing on your love of cinema to the next generation. I'm your host, Jessica Cantor, and I have worked in all facets of the entertainment industry for the last 20 years and recently became a mom. Always remember that myself and guests are speaking from personal experience, not giving parenting advice. Today, we're doing something a little different. I'm welcoming back one of our inaugural guests, Lily Vonnegut, and we're starting a segment called What We're Watching. Since we have combined three children of different ages, I thought it would be fun for us to talk about what we're showing our kids and how they're reacting to it. So Lily, welcome back. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be back. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be so fun. So remind us at the time of this recording, how old your children are. I have a now 10-year-old and an almost eight-year-old. Okay. Wow. That's why it's almost eight? I know. When did that one month. I remember making the little cupcakes for for the baby shower. <laughs> They're so old. Oh. oh and I, mean. Oh no. I still I have medium mean. Half the time he's mean, and the other half the time he just wants to cuddle. And so Miles is two in a couple months right now. He's Those not months, talking back as much. I mean, he's demanding I do things. <laughs> Mommy, over here. Mommy, I want this now. <laughs> I can't share on your podcast. What are the things my children tell me? <laughs> this is a family show. This is, yes, this is family recording. So... What do you watch with Wyatt and Jack? We have watched so much stuff. I have gone down the rabbit hole of my childhood around Jack's age. So I'm trying to choose things that I vividly remember watching around 10. Okay. Whether it be on sleepovers or, and maybe even like movies that I saw tween years too, but Number one that we watched was Father of the Bride. Oh, I love that movie so much. They loved it. And I think at first, Wyatt was like, what is this? This is not (laughs) what I want to watch. But the moment that Martin Short comes on as Frank, Uh it changed everything. And the two of them were laughing. They kept rewinding. They wanted to hear Martin Short talks. They thought it was hilarious. And that made me so happy. And then they wanted, they both asked to watch the second one. Oh, that's amazing. Did they like the second one as much as the first one? They did. Okay. Success. Yes, success. And I tried to explain to them that anyone my age-ish, that is everyone's dream house. Like Mm -hmm. we all wanted the father of the bride house. Thought we were going to be able to buy that house. (laughs) Oh, Nancy Myers lied to us. Yeah, seriously. It's like Parent Trap, too. They love that movie. When did you show them Parent Trap? I showed them Parent Trap actually probably like a year ago. We rewatched it recently over Christmas break. And that is what really prompted Jack to want to go to Sleepaway Camp this summer. Oh, that's amazing. Is he still excited about Sleepaway Camp? He's going. (laughs) So um, maybe they just love Nancy Myers, too, which is Totally fine in my book. Yeah. Um, and then recently I showed them My Girl. Okay. That's a heavy movie. There's some heavy themes in that. There are. Um, but they really liked it. They 
they definitely didn't have the same reaction when Thomas J loses his glasses that maybe we all had. Um, <laughs> I still remember hysterically crying, like, give him his glasses. He needs his glasses. It's such a good movie. But they loved the soundtrack. They loved, you know, like, yes, Veda and Thomas J were a little bit older. But there's something really sweet and innocent about the 70s. And also, I mean, kids watch up a little bit, right? So they want to see kids a little bit older than them. Yeah. And I think like the the whole aspect of friendship and it, it, I mean, I will always, I'm always down to watch that movie, but they, they really liked it and enough that they wanted to watch the sequel. Okay. I'm like, did they like how did they deal with the the death themes? You know, I think that maybe we're in a different group of people, but I think that I think they know that death can happen and they're not I mean, I mean yeah, you're dealing with that a lot right now in life. So it's an interesting I'm just yeah. curious. I you know, and I wasn't sure how why it would feel being, you know, since he is going through cancer treatment, I wasn't sure how he was going to feel about watching the funeral of an 11 year old boy. Mm-hmm. And he was actually fine. And he really, he liked the movie. I think that they had fun watching the second one because it takes place in LA and oh. they were like, Oh, there's that, or there's that diner. Mm-hmm. That, so that one, I think that they felt, you know, more grounded knowing that they've been to those places. Mm-hmm. And, but, um, I was Jack with that. Totally he, fine. He was totally fine. He's like he's like a thirty-five-year-old, ten-year-old. So like, yeah. <laughs> I he's not affected. If, also, he watches movies very differently than the average ten-year-old who may get affected by emotional things or like if there's turmoil and and anger. Even in in animation movies, I, Jack has a bunch of friends that see that as like, oh no, this is oh it, it affects them in such a deep way, and he's just. He's like, oh, I wonder how this was mo- this movie was made. I w- where were the locations done? Or he's like a little know, director. He's like, wasn't? And then he started naming like other Macaulay Culkin movies, and he was like, so wait a minute, if he, if this was done in nineteen ninety, so he shot this right before Home Alone, and like that's literally how he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, he's like interested in in the in the world of entertainment and the like. And he didn't, and he wasn't looking at it as like Thomas J died, Macaulay Culkin's character died. Yeah, and then he went to shoot another movie after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it like he didn't go there emotionally. No, I am. You're going to be very proud of me. I'm showing them a very important movie tomorrow morning if it's raining. What movie? We are going to watch The Breakfast Club. I mean, there's some advanced themes in that movie. I mean, yes, but it really is navigating, I mean, teenager years, but childhood in a way. Yeah. And, and, and relationships uh, with parents. And and as much as we don't want to admit 10 is feeling like adolescent, pre-adolescent now, it really is. These days, like when we were 10, I, I did see Breakfast Club when I was 10 on a sleepover. <laughs> The following morning. And at first I was like, oh, no one wants this movie. And then I was like, okay, this is brilliant. But I think a 10-year-old nowadays is like a 16-year-old was to us. Yeah. Like kids are going through puberty at 10. It's crazy. I'm not actually worried about showing them Breakfast Club. 
Because I think, yeah. again, when you have a child who is literally a cinephile. Literally. <laughs> Ferris Bueller is one of his favorite movies. Yeah, he's going to want to go through that whole John Hughes canon. And I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Wait, so before we move on totally from Macaulay Culkin movies, did Jack see The, the Good Son? No. Is that, is that too scary for him? We did not watch that movie. I mean, Although, I watched it around the same time. I remember watching it. Totally. Right? Um, I kind of stay away from those movies. Like, I think that he, you know, he keeps begging. I may have said this last time. He's dying to watch Jaws. And I'm kind of at the point now he's asked so many times that I'm like, you know, maybe I should just let him watch it because he mm -hmm. he has researched Jaws in its entirety. And he's like, I don't know if you know this, but the shark had a name and the robot just didn't work. So to him, he is literally he's he's like a little baby Spielberg. Like he yeah. is watching movies how Steven Spielberg thought of movies as a yeah. kid. And so I'm like, sure, go watch Jaws. See if you go in the ocean again. But if that's what you, you should do, make I a deal with him, like do it and say the next day you have to put your foot in the ocean. Now, I won't show Wyatt Jaws. He's too young. He's too young. And I think that his brain. He'll get caught not. up in the story. Yeah, I don't even think he would like the story that much. Yeah. I think he'd be like, this is boring. I don't want to watch this. I think Breakfast Club, it's like you've got the soundtrack. You have people that maybe would never be friends and they come together and there's this there's this nostalgia that I'm like dying to watch with him. So Yeah. Oh, that sounds really nice. And don't you think though that there's so many more terrible things going on in the world that detention and maybe the talk of like two lines about suicide? about how this kid was so down and sad. Those are really the only yeah. inappropriate. I mean, and then you have Bender's family. But other than that, like, those are just, those are problems that any of Jack's friends could be having. Yeah. Or feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, interesting. I am. Um, I'm curious. I, I'm excited for our next, our next segment oh. to hear how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, My we... In my house, we've really been in the in, in the land of Pixar for the most part. We're really having a monsters moment. So we've watched Monsters Inc. a lot of times. And I have to say, every time we watch it, I find new jokes that make me laugh. So I have not hated the experience. Those movies are so beautifully done. Mm -hmm. I love them. Oh, speaking of Monsters Inc., my 10-year-old found out a really cool fact. Uh-huh. He wrote a, re a movie review on Toy Story. Okay. And there's one monster in Monsters, Inc. who is scared by the child. Uh -huh. And he comes running out. He's running out of Sid's room from Toy Story. Oh. There's a poster on the wall that you can see right before the monster escapes screaming because this kid has terrified the monster so much. So there's your little Easter egg between the two. Oh my gosh, that's great. That's a good little Easter egg. And honestly, you should post Jack's review on Common Sense Media. Ooh, it start a little review thing for him on the movies. I should. And I'm happy if he wants to write them, we should post them on, on Raising Cinephiles. Yes. Okay. I would love to. I mean, I love, I love that it's going to come from someone, you know, that is in the world because it's easy for us to project on a kid, but from the kid's mind is really different. 
Totally. And, I, you know, I don't, I think that these age things are subjective. Like, I, movies that were rated R when we were younger were only rated R because there was no PG-13. Then PG-13 came out. I think it really isn't necessarily, I think those age things are like a loose guideline. I think it really yeah. is. Could, because each kid is different. I mean, look, my kid is two. He should not be watching technically PG yet. He should only be in G. But he really, he's vocal. He has an imagination. He doesn't just do parallel play anymore. So he's like a little advanced in that mind. And so we watched Monsters, Inc. And it helped him be less scared of monsters. And so we made a sign together and we designed a monster using AI. And I'm making it into a stuffed animal, which is like kind of cool. And you know, and so it's really been helping him cope. But I also don't think, like, I don't see Monsters, Inc. or Toy Story. Like, to me, those don't seem PG. Something like Pinocchio or Snow White, those are actually terrifying themes. You know, there's, there's, some... an, old, there's an old lady trying to poison a teenage girl with an apple to kill her. Or Cinderella, who's being, like, basically horribly abused by her stepmother, and she's become mm -hmm. this servant. Those are way more frightening topics to me than but like it, a monster coming out of a closet. But I think those topics go over a young kid's head. Whereas like Monsters, Inc. Miles gets a little nervous in the beginning. He like runs to me and sits on my lap and then starts laughing like when the scene continues. But, you know, he is scared. He, I think he likes being scared, which Lily, I'm really excited about. <laughs> but like, okay, Randall is a creepy character in Monsters, Inc. Yeah, Randall is. Because For that sure. is what a kid's nightmare is when it comes to what is the boogeyman. Yeah. But then you see Randall and he's actually really just, if there was no Randall, it would be a really boring movie. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, you have to have a, a little bit of something that you're overcoming. Totally. But I love Sully and, and Wachowski. They're like the sweetest duo ever. Oh, I know. He can't, he hasn't gotten into Monsters University. I'll put it on, he'll go play. It's just not, it's not like the, it just doesn't hit it in the same way. I was like, what's yeah. happening? I want to see the end. But he, we didn't make it. Though the other day, he sometimes will look while we're on the Disney Plus thing and he'll like, I want to watch that one. And it was Elemental. And I hadn't seen it. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's see a movie together that neither of us had seen before, which is our first time doing that. And yeah. it was really, I we watched the whole movie together. Like he sat and huh. cuddled and we, I really liked it. Like Inside Out is a heavy Pixar movie. You um, think of like going deep into your mind about all these emotions that these kids have. And the boys are really excited for the next one coming out because the anxiety uh, for Inside Out too. Oh, yeah. Because anxiety is a new emotion. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, the other ones that are like on repeat a lot is he likes the Winnie the Pooh universe and he loves the Heffalumps. I could sing that song right now. <laughs> Carly Simon. I actually think like a Heffalump is a metaphor for anti-Semitism. The whole movie is like right? the big nose and big pointy ears and and then they hate him and they're scared of him. And then the kids become friends and they have to see that they're still nice and they're normal. Like it was the whole thing, I think, is a is a metaphor for that. Huh. I've never thought about that. You've taken Winnie the Pooh to a whole new level. <laughs> a whole new level. I've watched it like 15 times. So sorry. Yeah. So what are you watching? What am I watching? 
Oh my God. Well, I went, I don't know if you remember this, but early on Dis- on the Disney channel in like the early nineties, do you remember Anne of Green Gables? Yeah, of course. I hadn't seen it in like 30 years. Yeah. I don't think I have either. <laughs> it's never been available to watch. Well, it is now. And so I went back and I watched it and I thought, oh my God, it was, I remember, I remember where I was when I had watched it. And I, I don't know what prompted me, but I was clearly in some nostalgic moment that I needed to go back to the early nineties. My brain, something switched and I remembered exactly what the next scene was going to be and where I was and who I watched it with. And I was like, this is so cool. And it's totally cheesy and, you know, it takes place in like 1890, but Loved it. And Isn't there like, a new oh. Apple show that's kind of in that realm? I feel like there is, but I don't know. I didn't watch it because it wasn't, I mean, I think it's geared to preteens. I, you know, and I, but I, and normally I'm so like in the Oscar movies right now. And I just, I'm not there this year. I watched a good amount of them and I've been doing that some research for something I'm writing. So I watched Killing of a Sacred Deer after I watched Poor Things because I wanted to watch weird elevated horror, which is they're both the same director. Okay. And then then I watched War Game with Matthew Broderick, which actually I think may be a good one to watch with Wyatt and Jack. Wasn't Ali Sheedy in that? Was that Ali Sheedy? I think it is. Oh my goodness. But it's like video games and a a teenager, but I think they'll identify with him. Yeah. It could be a good one. You know, it's interesting watching kids and like kind of going back there. I mean, there, there, there is something so amazing about these movies that we grew up with mm-hmm. that like our age group had. And I think to be able to show the kids and, and even a little later, like those Lindsay Lohan movies of like Freaky Friday and and Parent Trap, like the boys watched Herbie and I had actually never seen it because I think we were almost too old on the cusp. And the boys thought it was hilarious and super cute. But I yeah. think there's those kind of movies don't really exist. Yeah, there's no like that sort of crafty feel. Everything's so slick and action-packed that they don't really take your time going through a story and exploring the characters. And even if the movie wasn't that great, there's something that I'm like, oh, this is really adorable. And yeah, they're like simpler, actually. Yes. And I, th- I think nowadays I'm like, first of all, kids' movies are getting longer and longer and longer. And it's like so painful to have to sit for. I'm like, what kid wants to sit for two and a half hours? This is getting. What kids ins- can sit for two and a half hours. I mean, maybe, maybe my older one, but <laughs> the general population, yeah. that's a really long time. And also, I'm like, you could have ended this 45 minutes ago. Yeah. It's lazy in a way. Because they're not thinking about how to tell a tight story. They're no, just... it's like a self-indulgent long movie. Yeah. And it's like cutting themselves short too, because if they can only show it so many times because it's so long in a day and only in so many theaters and a kid can't watch it twice because it's so freaking long. Yes. And like we go to the movies now and I'm like, this is ridiculous. We've been here for three and a half hours between the previews being like minutes. 45 minutes of previews. Yeah. Um, I did, um, speaking of going to the movies though, I took the boys to go see E.T. in the theater. 
Oh, yes. I remember I was seeing your post about that. That must have been so magical. Oh, I mean, my life felt very complete. Um, but they showed the original theatrical release with the original trailers from 1982. Oh. Was it? It was a uh, Beverly, the new, new Beverly. Beverly. Yeah. I saw that. I like, I think I posted it on Raising Cinephiles. I can, I hope they do that every year. And it was. Cause I have like two more years before I can take him. I think. Uh, I mean, there to see the original universal studios where like, and you can now ride ET. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to go on that. I want to be there. I want to go back to 1982. Yeah. And then they showed the goofy movie trailer. Oh my gosh. And I was, and, and to watch the trailer that was 29 seconds, it made me want to watch the movie more. Yeah. Nowadays, I feel like I've seen the movie when we go to the, to the theater because I'm like, I've just watched six minutes of a trailer. I don't, I feel like I know the movie and I have no yeah. interest. Well, you know, I think it has something to do with how culture, like we're always showing everyone everything. There's like this cultural thing and and we're missing mystery. <laughs> we're missing holding a little something back, letting people lean in to get to know you. And that's an interesting observation in marketing. Like we got to, and in movies in general, like just kind of not putting it all on the table all the time. Yeah. Go back to the eighties. When actually, if you go to the, when you look at like some of those previews were terrible, but you're mm. like, Ooh, I want to see that. Cause I have no idea what the movie's about. Yeah. And the boys, they had fun with it. They both brought their ET stuffed animals. Jack wore his ET shirt. Wyatt wore a red hoodie. Uh, they both got Reese's pieces at the concession stand. I mean, they, they went like hardcore. Yeah. I guess we're on an older movie kick. On an older movie kick. And have and you I gone think... to the movie theaters yourself? No. I went once this last month. I had a sitter. I forgot to make plans. And so I was like, I can go have dinner by myself at a bar. Or I saw ISS. Oh, okay. I liked it. It's huh. kind of horror-y. It's thriller horror on the International Space Station. There's like Russian and American agents and they all of a sudden see there's war on Earth. A nuclear nuclear weapon goes off and both get directives to take control of the ISS. And then huh. I'm going to leave it there about what happens. I thought it was really well done. And I think the premise is really smart and simple and um, I enjoyed it. I really, I would recommend it. I just haven't seen anything that I really am dying to see in the theater. I think I'm I just going to continue on our 80s kick. I know. We need um, a horror so afternoon. What's a, what's a good movie that you remember watching around 10 years old? I mean, it was that, all Dirty Dancing for me at that age. I know. Which isn't well, for boys, I don't think. But also, that's way advanced. I feel oh like that's way more advanced than Breakfast Club. Oh, it was. It was completely inappropriate. I was at a friend's house on a sleepover and the older sister rented it. And me and my friend woke up early before anyone else did it. It was still in the VCR and we watched it. And I was obsessed. I got the soundtrack. I listened to it. I like would mouth. I would carry watermelons around. Like I was obsessed. So that's why I feel like Breakfast Club is going to be totally fine. Totally fine. I, yeah, my boys aren't going to want to. They're not going to want to watch that. Thinking what else I watched when I was 10? Oh, for sure, Curly Sue. Now and then? Was that out then? Okay, so that popped up. You know, they loved Parent Trap. So I think that, I mean, I saw Now and Then, I think like five times in the movie theater. 
I just, I loved it. The lollipop song. Oh, I mean, everything. So that might actually be another, you know, the good thing, like when it's raining on a weekend, I'm like, let's just watch. Good cuddle up and watch Do you remember Cher and Mermaids with Monona Ryder uh, and Christina Ricci? Yeah. Well, Christina Ricci's trying to hold her breath to see how long she can hold it for the swim team. Mm-hmm. And then the mom and Cher only cooks finger food appetizers which is like actually my spirit animal i kind of want to do a dinner party with all finger food she was so above like let, let's that's what i'm gonna start doing that's how dinner's gonna go from now on uh-huh and then the angsty um, teen and like beetlejuice i mean you guys did that for halloween but i loved loved beetlejuice it's funny because that movie does not scare wyatt I think it just depends on the frame of mind. Yeah, it's silly. Like, if you introduce the character so they're not scared of the character when they meet it in the movie, then it's fine. I think I went on a big Winona Ryder kick because I also, like, then remember a few years later being Reality Bites all the way when I was, like, (laughs) probably 13, you know, 12, 13. Yeah. Okay, so this weekend I have – I've got my two movies. So maybe you're doing Breakfast Club. I'm going to do Breakfast Club and Now and Then. Oh, now and then. Oh, I'm curious how they go. I am. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with Miles. We're probably going to do some repeats. I, I think we're not ready to introduce something new at the moment. His elemental is still brand new. What about Curious George? Oh, he watches the show and the movie he didn't love. The monkey would come in until like halfway through the movie. The newer one that they did was really, really sweet. The one that Jack Johnson did the entire That's song. That's the one before. we watched, but it like it took a while. It was more about the man in yellow. I don't know, than- Miles. I don't know if Miles and I can be friends. You know, it's also, he's two. <laughs> so, but I, I don't know. You know, I'm trying to think of what, maybe some fun. I, oh, you know what? Maybe um, doorknob, bre- broomsticks. Bed- oh, bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. Those... I have to say, I think because children these days, children these days, uh, I feel that everything is so fast paced and everything is like hungry, hungry hippos. They can watch whatever they want. Those movies, like we tried to show them Sound of Music and you would have thought we were torturing them. Meanwhile, all the adults on Christmas morning were like doing a sing along in the living room and the boys thought that we had literally lost our minds. You know, Mary Poppins, Miles loved Dick Van Dyke, like went crazy for him with all the instruments. I mean, I loved those. I loved all those movies. He's still pretty um, young for, for those movies, though. I think he needs a couple more years. So yeah. I don't want to like show them in face. But I did. I did do. Oh, gosh. An old movie from the 70s. With the dragon, the per- oh the- Pete's dragon, Pete's dragon, and he was into it. He was into Pete's dragon because it's kind of like a wild boy. That Miles is kind of a wild boy, you know. Yeah, I think like I try to show them Annie, so <laughs> hoping that they would, so that they would really love it. And they both looked at me like, and I was like, guys, I, I promise, just wait till she meets Daddy War. And they were like, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't see them loving that. Miles sometimes likes cars, but he and he loves cars and trucks and trains. We play with them all the time. But cars, the movie, I think it doesn't he likes music, music driven movies like Moana is a big hit. Well, sure. I mean, like, don't you remember seeing Little Mermaid? And then afterwards being like part of you. I mean, I spent like, you know, months 
singing those songs. Yeah, but, I love the, I mean, Little Mermaid is one of my first really solid movie theater memories. Yeah. And Cinderella, I would just walk, I would wear rags. And when I had to do chores, I'd be like, Cinderella, Cinderella. And I still kind of sing that to myself when I do chores. While you're folding his laundry. <laughs> yes. Cinderella, Cinderella. But now Miles is like, do, 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 when he's doing things. And I'm like, oopsies. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. I um, Anything you're excited to see yourself coming up? I need a good horror movie. I know. We I- need a good horror movie. We need recommendations. Put recommendations oh. in the chat for us to see. Yes, please. Although I have been on a really big Korean zombie kick. Ooh. They know how to do zombies, right? I'm... It's like heart pounding and my anxiety is off like through the roof with how quick these zombies, I mean, it's, they, they've got it down and they know how to do it quick and an hour and 30 minutes. It's amazing. That's perfect. Yeah. And I'm actually there. It's the first zombie movie. I think that's what it was. I was getting really sick of watching these boring horror movies and I watched Train to Busan and man, was that intense. Oh, it's so good. It's so intense and so good. I have storylines. I just watched The Seating, which is pretty thrilling and and kind of weird, but in a good way, which just came out recently. It's a little different. Okay. I'm Googling horror movies out now. Did you see Ah. Mrs. Frankenstein? Oh, there's a new Cohen siblings movie out. Well, Lisa Frankenstein is a new one that yeah. came out. Lisa Frankenstein. And then there's a new, I want to see Lisa Frankenstein. People are saying it's very fun. It's like fun. It's funny horror. Yeah. And they're they're saying Twister is a horror movie, but I mean, I'm going to see Twister. And honestly, like that's a good one to watch with the boys. The original Twister. So good. Was- I love that movie. And there's the ballerina, Abigail. Yes. I want to see that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Let me know what new Pixar movies you guys are going to try. All right. Perfect. This was great fun. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed the conversation, please don't forget to like, and subscribe. New episodes release every Wednesday and leave a comment and let me know which movie you think I should show my son until next time. Take care.